Dude, how sad is this? My two-year-old has tanner arms than me. God damn! Well, of course he does. He goes outside. <laughs> I know, but I feel like I go outside all the time. <laughs> I take him outside. <laughs> yeah, but you put on like sunscreen and layers. That's true. And you stand in the shade. But he goes out on the playground and he's like, fuck yeah, mom. He's still pretty pale, but like you can just tell that he has Lee's genetics in him like he's got that underlying olive tone Mm, yeah (laughs) where mine is just like "Mm, fucking do you want to touch it and it'll turn red it's either white or red white or red white or red that's all you got (laughs) my kids are the same way they're like tiny little vampires they're almost see-through your kids are like you would think your kids are mine yeah yeah and mine would be yours like based off of skin color alone if you look at looks definitely not definitely not mine are brandon's kids yeah mine are lee's yeah what the fuck's up with that (laughs) doing all the fucking work on a group project getting none of the credit (sighs) Seriously, though. Seriously. Seriously. Yeah. Hey, guess what, besties? Before we jump into the goddamn, I wanted to remind everybody. I know this is like a hard cut to, mm-hmm. naturally speaking, again. <laughs> but I wanted to remind everybody to fucking buy tickets to... CrimeCon. Uh, CrimeCon. I almost said Comic-Con. Nope. <laughs> nope. That would be exciting. No, CrimeCon. Because if you buy tickets and use our super secret code of ISGD, when you buy tickets, you get 10% off, but it only works through March. So, like, I think April 1st, it goes away. Yeah. So you have this month. This month. So, March, And then yeah. put, like, fucking, and when they're like, oh, what podcast don't you put ISGD? Yeah. Or I said, goddamn. Actually, use our full name because I don't know if ISGD will work. Yeah, but ISGD is the code to get like 10% yeah. off or something. Let's shit. make this really complicated. <laughs> so here's what you're going to do. <laughs> Go down to the corner. Meet Hank. He'll bring you to a website. He'll be in a yellow jacket. <laughs> <laughs> Dane. Dane, where are you? Dane, will you come to CrimeCon, please? Okay, anyway, so CrimeCon, come see us and make us feel important because you guys are amazing. Come be our friend. Mm-hmm. We're all besties here, motherfuckers. Yeah, motherfuckers. Don't you forget it. Do you want to hit me with your goddamn Aaron? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So, as you know, this weekend, last weekend, this one that just happened, mm-hmm. we went out. We oh. had a good time. Oh, God, did we? Oh, God, did we? <laughs> we did a thing. We did a thing. We went to go see Taylor Tomlinson. Oh, my God, she's fucking hilarious. Super funny. If you have not listened to her stand-up, Go listen right now. She's Stop on Netflix. this podcast and go listen. Just pause it and go over there and listen to her shit. She's really funny. And we got to go see her and I was so excited. And then we were like, we're going to have one drink because I really had to pee. And so we're like, let's go to a bar instead of this place because that'll be less line. Let's just go there, have one drink, and then we'll go one home. One drink. One drink. Just one. And so I got home much later than I had anticipated. And apparently my fucking drunk ass, because had more than one drink, was like, Jesus is my co-pilot. I don't know, and just <laughs> let everything go. And I lost my fucking credit card. I lost my vaccination card. Yeah, I, it, was, it was bad. It was bad. I had a very irresponsible Very mothers. large tab. <laughs> very, very large tab. Very large tab. And she had my cell phone. Thank God. And I thank God she took care of my life. Yeah. I also had mine, thank God. But oh God, my drunk ass was like, I don't know, man, Done. fucking peace be with you on your journey. Yeah. And, and then also just with you. Let go. I got... Like you home. I was yeah. like, I got Which this. Which was a feat all in its own. <laughs> They're going to say appreciated. <laughs> <laughs> that too. <laughs> I, it was fine. It was easy. I went to fucking mom mode. I was like, I got her. I got her stuff. I got everything. <laughs> I am fucking on it. I called the Uber. I was like, fucking. You were on it. I was on it. I all was I had to do was telepathically look at her and just 
just look at her and she's like, it's time to go. Yeah, I was we like, that it. means she wants to go. She does not feel well. No. And then I got home and I was like, everything is great. And I was still fucking sober enough to get you home, then get me home and do all the things. And then I was like, um, Jesus, <laughs> where were you? <laughs> you were supposed to be my co-pilot back there. Because <laughs> you didn't get any of my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? I said, hold my purse. Yeah. So, oops. I lost my entire life. Well, just your vaccine card and your credit card. It's fine. Which at this point is my entire life. You don't even need those two things. <laughs> like, dude, that sucks. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. You're welcome. So I'm hoping coronavirus ends soon so that I can, like, not need my vaccine card. But it also yeah. would have been nice to have as, like, a fucking relic, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, when my well, grandkids are like, did you live through the pandemic? And I'll be like, I still have my vaccine card. Put it in your hope chest. Yeah. Uh, not well, anymore. It's not gone. Any- no, I feel like we should call the bar. We tried. No, but we should call them and not leave a message and actively talk to a person and be like, by the way, did I you I tried to this? do that. And they were like, you want to call Utah? And I was like, no. And they're like, push oh. all these buttons. Apparently, hmm. they have places out in Utah. I don't fucking know, man. Hmm. There was magic involved. Yeah, we went to a bar with magic. <laughs> like, like not like... Not this was like, our wild night out. Not like you get the drink and it smokes because it's got like... Dry ice Dry in ice it. in it. But like l- literally magicians. There was a magician. <laughs> and there were cards and there was a special little mat that they'd spray the cards out. I was in fucking heaven. Yeah. I was like, used to watch David Copperfield. <laughs> I know all the tricks. Line them up. <laughs> <laughs> I was yelling like it was like a sporting event. Yeah, you were. It was pretty quiet in there. It was some very, there was like four of us at the bar. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. They're never going to let us back in. That's also kind of the reason that I'm like, just let it go. <laughs> no, I'm fully ready to face my face there. I will go in and pretend to be you and be like, can I have my card? And they'll be like, what's your name? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Lord Jesus. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. So I am never drinking again, just Mm. so you know. Fair. Until this weekend when we go see Garth Brooks. I was going to say, you can drive me to Garth Brooks. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was planning on it. I'm so excited for that. So we're going to do it all again as soon as I get my new credit card and everything. Then we'll just fuck in. Are you going to have that in time? I don't know. I'll have another fucking You'll have a way to spend money? Yeah. (laughs) Okay, good. All right. Do you want to hear my goddamn? Yes, I do. Mm, I had an orthodontist appointment today. (gasps) Uh Uh-huh. And... I notice you still have your braces. I still have my braces. But I've been dying to tell you this all day. When are you getting them off? The end of the month. The end of the month. The end of the month. The last week of March, I get my fucking braces off. Hell yeah. I'm 30-something years old. That means you won't have them for fucking CrimeCon. You'll have (gasps) your beautiful smile. I'll be pretty again. You're always pretty, (laughs) but you'll have your million-dollar smile. You have to say that. I'm like your husband. I have to say that. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. But he fucking, the orthodontist, put sandpaper in between my teeth and Uh. filed them today. (laughs) No. I've actually had this done before because I've had plenty of fucking fillings put in, and they, like, file in between to make sure that, like, that's fucking gross. Stuck. Yeah, because I have had fillings like on the like where your teeth touch, right? Mm-hmm. And so then they break the seal with this little file thingy. I hate that. I hate that. Oh god. Oh god. It's like nails on a chalkboard. <laughs> so I have a filling between my two front teeth. Like mm-hmm. I had, I broke a tooth, so I have a fake tooth, and then I have a filling in between there. I got a cavity because my front teeth were fucking crooked. Anyway, so they put a filling in, and through drinking coffee, it's kind of like brown now. And mm-hmm. so now that it's revealed, I definitely need to go get that redone. But because of the way they filled it, it was for crooked teeth, and so it was 
causing like a gap in my front teeth. So he literally had to file the filling down. Oh. And he used like an emery board but between my teeth. <laughs> and he was like, eh, eh, eh. and then he would like buff it on one side of the tooth and then buff it on the other side of the tooth. And then he got a little polishing strip and did it. Yeah. I am going to feel that in my nightmares. Yeah. I just hate the feeling. And then he had to do another tooth because he was like, oh, like he had to file my real tooth. Well, I'm pretty sure he filed my real teeth then too. But then another gap he had to file down. So he had to do it twice. And then my two front teeth were all fucking jagged at the bottom from having crooked teeth and like biting shit and them chipping. So then he did it across the bottom. <laughs> but he used a special little tool for that. But Ooh. I had my teeth filed like a motherfucker today. That's gross. <laughs> I know. It makes me so uncomfortable. It was actually okay. Like I wasn't. Freaking out? Yeah, no, I was fine. Because I've had it done before, so I know what to expect. <laughs> it literally makes me not feel good. It's like when you told your story about your nail lifting. Yeah. It's like the same feeling you get if you think about, like, cotton touching an exposed nail bed. Oh. Or, like, felt. Ooh. <laughs> I feel like it's more like nails on teeth, like like nail files on teeth. That's exactly that's, what it was. That's the feeling I that's get. Exactly, <laughs> precisely what had happened. That sounds awful to my mouth. But I'm super excited that you get your fucking braces off. Oh my god, I cannot wait! And literally, he filed them down, and then they put these like power chains on yeah. them, and uh, the gaps are like closed up. And it's only been like six hours. <laughs> oh my god, did they hurt? Not really. I'm kind of used to it though. Yeah, I ain't no bitch. I ain't a little bitch about it. I bitch about these all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to see your smile. It's gonna be so pretty. Dude, I cannot wait either. But now I'm like, okay, I need to line up because my dentist is always booked out like a million years. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, I need to line up, like, get my filling fixed and teeth whitening and yeah, more. all that shit, so yeah, that you can actually drink, feel like it's pretty. Like yeah. I drink so much coffee. There's no way there's not gonna be stains on these fuckers. Ah, you'll be fine. Yeah, we'll, nah, see. we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Anyway, I'm so excited. That's so exciting. I can't wait to lick my teeth, y'all. I was going to say, yeah, lick your teeth for me. Like, not right now. Not like right Not No. <laughs> Don't. You're going to cut your fucking tongue. Are you kidding? This tongue is like calloused over by now. Yeah. Well, I'm really happy for you. Thank you. That'll be so exciting. What's it been? How long has it been? Exactly a year. Oh, okay. Oh, it I was. got him in March. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, this mm-hmm, motherfucker mm-hmm. said like three months. Well, he said nine to 15 months overall mm-hmm. treatment. But he was like three months solid braces. Yeah. And I've had these fuckers forever. But totally it'll probably be them. faster this way, right? Like, Yeah, I'm a little happy because. Oh, a little? A little happy. Because, you know, mainly because it's almost over. Mm-hmm. And also you're probably going to cut to like two months from now and I'm going to be like, this motherfucker lied to me. <laughs> <laughs> but still, at least I know I'm nearing the end. But yeah, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. I wanted the Invisalign stuff mm-hmm. for aesthetic reasons right like yeah. then i don't have these fucking metal ass brackets on my teeth yeah but now that i've already done it i'm so happy i didn't have to deal with like taking them in and out mm-hmm. and like eating and drinking because actually wearing them because and... i probably would have fucked it up but yeah. i wasn't going to i was ready to commit but mm-hmm. like i probably would have fucked it up mm-hmm. yeah you'll get a retainer wear that I keep getting that that advice. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Mm -hmm. you want to hear about some murder? Duh. (laughs) Increase my anxiety even more. Yeah. What could possibly be causing anxiety? (laughs) I don't know. Here on episode 182, Mm -hmm. I am going to tell you about Philip Lee Ingle. Okay. Philip. Philip. Phil. Uncle Phil? Mm, Yeah. If Uncle Phil had face tattoos. (laughs) Mike Tyson. (laughs) And was white, I guess. <laughs> so, here we go. Poor Mike Tyson. <laughs> Poor Uncle Phil. Uh, well, you know, 
both of them. Mm-hmm. So, in July of 1991, in Rutherford County, North Carolina. Oh, Rutherford. <laughs> Did I make my jowls shake? It sounded like it. What are you, like, Richard Nixon? <laughs> What's happening? I don't know, it's just a silly word. <laughs> so, Rutherford County, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. There was an older couple, William Fred Davis. Bill? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Don't sound so annoyed. No, I didn't mean yeah. to. <laughs> I'm learning here, too, guys. For okay. the rest of this, I refer to him as Fred. Now, I don't know. <laughs> oh, no. If you went by Fred or William. That's a weird nickname. This is his middle That's name. That's your real name. <laughs> William oh, Fred Davis. I missed it. I and missed so, it as the, the middle name. I don't know if I made up that his name was Fred, that he went by Fred, or if I was just like, cool, this two first name having guy, and then was like, Fred is probably the one that he goes by. So for the rest of this, when I refer to Fred, I'm talking about William Fred Davis. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I bet he went by Fred. I bet there were so many Wills or Bills or whatever in yeah. his class that he chose to go by his middle name. Probably. Because Fred is common, but not as common as William. I agree. I concur. I bet I just solved the mystery. I Call hope it you a did. Day. I deeply, sincerely apologize if you actually went by William. Is he a victim? Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Yeah. So well, Now you're an asshole. I know. That's what I'm saying. I'm deeply fucking apologizing. Okay. okay. I feel it. It was deep. It was deep. <laughs> This is why we get one-star fucking reviews and people are like, they're so insensitive. This is so offensive to the family. I know. I'm sorry. We're trying to not be offensive. Not that hard, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Listen, this whole thing, we just have to scrap. Everyone's going to think we're assholes. I know. This, this whole episode. This whole episode is just going to be cut. Our vibe is off, guys. We have anxiety. There is World War Three right now. About to happen. Yeah. And we're just awkward as fuck right now. We're just trying. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You're doing great. You're doing great. I bet his name was Fred. He preferred Fred. I mean, maybe he did. Maybe he was William. But listen, William Fred Davis, mm-hmm. heretofore known as Fred. Uh-huh. Okay, Fred. He was 68 years old. And his wife, Margaret Shufford Davis, who was 67 years old, they lived in a home in a rural area of... Rutherford County in North Carolina. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Their closest neighbor was a mobile home about 150 yards from their house. That's called a trailer. It is you called a trailer. You can say it in front of me. It's okay. <laughs> I didn't want you to be offended. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> well, they owned said trailer. Mm-hmm. Okay? Double wide, single wide. What are we talking? You know, I don't know. I'm assuming it's a single wide, but who am I to judge? Could have been double. Yeah. Yeah. What made you assume? Later okay. things. Okay. <laughs> I know the rest of the story. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, fair, fair, fair. Well, they would rent out said trailer, okay? Okay. Mm -hmm. So, on Sunday, July 28th, 1991, the couple got a ride home from church, and then they went about their day. Fred, maybe William, (laughs) dropped off some vegetables to his daughter-in-law, Kathy Davis. Oh, was he like a farmer? They had a field. Oh, for sure then. If I had a field, I'd farm vegetables. I don't even have one and I do. Yeah. Brandon's growing fucking potatoes right now. Hell yeah. Maybe he was dropping off some said potatoes. That's right. I'm accidentally growing green onion. Oh, yeah. That's so easy. Yeah. You just throw it out there. (laughs) Yeah. And then you always have fucking green onion. Okay. So we don't know. But anyway, dropping off veggies. Okay. So he was dropping off veggies to his daughter-in-law, Kathy Davis. So Margaret also spoke with Kathy on the phone at some point during that day. Mm-hmm. 
Their daughter, Ruth Blanton, said that she saw Fred in the field by his home and spoke with Margaret early in the afternoon as well. Okay. And then at about 6 p.m., Ruth went to borrow a vacuum cleaner from Fred and Margaret, Mm -hmm. but they weren't home. So she let herself in the back door, which I believe was always unlocked, and she got the vacuum and left. Okay. So Hoover? A Hoover? (laughs) Probably. They seem like classy people. (laughs) So sometime shortly after that, which would have been between 6 p.m. and 8.45 p.m., Fred and Margaret got home from wherever it was that they were, and Fred went to watch TV in the living room. Fred was hard of hearing, so the TV was up pretty loud. Uh-oh. Oh, no. And then a man driving around the neighborhood pulled up to their home and parked out back. Okay. He grabbed an axe handle from his car. What the fuck? And he went inside the unlocked back door. <gasps> Margaret was in the kitchen facing away from him. Oh, my God. He crept up behind her. Nope. And he beat her over the head with the handle. Why? Until she fell to the floor. Oh, my gosh. (gasps) And Fred was just, like, watching TV and didn't hear any of that? Fred's Fred's in the den watching TV. No idea what's going on. Oh, my God. What the That's terrifying. I never want to be hard of hearing. Seriously. (sighs) Yeah, and he had the TV up super loud. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ugh. So immediately after the man beats Margaret, he went to the living room and found Fred on the recliner watching TV. Mm. Like I said, Fred didn't hear what had just happened, so he was still just relaxing, having He's a good just time. sitting there watching Big Bug Snow Whammies. Mm-hmm. And the man attacked Fred in his chair with the axe handle. Oh, God. Just the handle, huh? Yeah. I don't think it had a head. Interesting. Like it was That's literally- just like a bat. Yeah, essentially a bat or like a stick. Piece of wood. stick. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Hmm. So Margaret and Fred both died from their injuries. Oh, my God. So he, like, did them in. Well, during the autopsy, it was revealed that they had both suffered blunt force trauma to the head and face, Hmm. multiple skull fractures, and brain hemorrhaging. Oh, my God. I hope it was, like, quick. That's so sad. Margaret was hit at least six times. Jesus Christ. And Fred was hit at least 12 times. Whoa. Why, though? Like, there's just a lovely little old couple on their little farm, their veggie farm. So here's the thing about why. Okay. That I will touch on later. Okay. There's no fucking motive. Oh, my God. That's not good. Is this like a mental health thing? Like, did somebody just lose their shit? Obviously. I feel like every time I ask that question, I'm like, what a dumb question. Yeah. No, that was perfectly fine. And <laughs> yeah. Just like, I, you know what? No, nope, totally feel great. I'm going to go over there. Yeah, the, uh, yeah. Kill Fred, check. <laughs> yeah. So there were also what they believed to be defensive wounds on both <gasps> Margaret and Fred oh, as well. Oh, no. I don't like that. Imagine being in your fucking golden years, you know, 68, 67. You should be retired and happy and doing whatever it is that your heart tells you to do, watching TV while you're hard of hearing and just enjoying your goddamn life. Yeah. That's, that's really not sad. That's not how that's supposed to end. That's so sad. Know? Yeah. It's horrible. Mm. This is really kind of a morbid thought, but at least they got to go together. That is a morbid thought. But, like, they didn't have to, like, one of them didn't have to live without the other. True, especially after something so traumatic. Yeah. Still fucked up, obviously. Super fucked up. But, I mean, at least neither of them had to see the other one dead, too, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I guess. They're both just, like, popped up in heaven and they're like, oh, shit. You're here, too? Let's party. <laughs> so after the couple was murdered, 
The man left the house with the axe handle and Margaret's pocketbook and dress. Okay, interesting. I don't believe that it was the dress she was wearing. It was just a dress. Yeah. Like, did this person want to wear it? Well, then he drove about three miles away, threw out the dress, and attempted to burn the pocketbook. That's weird. Yeah. Did he take money or anything from it? Nope. He didn't take anything from it. Hmm. He left the items there on fire, the pocketbook and all of its belongings, Hmm. on fire, and he drove away. Okay. Meanwhile, a dude saw this little fire, and he went back home to call the police and be like, hey, there's some shit on fire over here. Yeah, something weird is going on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. See something, say something. For fucking sure. But before the police showed up, the murderer had a change of heart, and he went back to the place that he dumped the items, and he threw the pocketbook and the axe handle into a creek nearby. So he put the fire out? Yeah, technically. Okay, <laughs> interesting. I mean, Weird. with water, but he was like, mm, that's not a good place for this, so then he threw it into the creek. Yeah. So when the police showed up, they found the dress that belonged to Margaret, but nothing else. Huh, and nothing was on fire. <laughs> and now nothing's on fire. I'm sure there was like a burn mark or something, okay. but, but they don't. Yeah. Have, like, well, it's just a dress. Yeah. You know? Uh-huh. Weird. So there were no leads on who committed the murder of Fred and Margaret. Also, at the time, did they know that Fred and Margaret were murdered? No. So, okay. So they find out later that these could be connected. Yeah, connected. Okay. And they do find out later that that is Margaret's dress. Uh-huh. But, I mean, at the time, they could have been like, oh, look, a pocketbook with this ID in it. That, <laughs> that gives us everybody's information. Yeah. yeah. And then go check and then be like, well, a clue. <laughs> a big clue. That's, that's a pretty big clue. Uh-huh. But they didn't get any of that. And so weeks go by. They still don't have any leads. Mm-hmm. But they found them by now, right? The people? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Margaret Fred and Fred. And Margaret, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But they have no, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're yeah. like, well, okay. They have no connection to anything. That's crazy. They're just like, okay, well, they were clearly beaten. Yeah. And that's all we got. So now I'll tell you about Mr. Murderer, right? Mm-hmm. His Let's name, hear about this fucker. This fucker. His name was Philip Engel. He was born August 7th, 1961. His parents separated soon after he was born, and he actually witnessed his mother overdose on drugs. <gasps> oh, that's sad. In an attempted suicide. Oh, my God. That's super sad. That's two times sad. Super sad. Okay. So I'm not sure how old he was or if his mother survived the overdose. Hmm. But either which way, yeah, he witnessed it. That's pretty fucked up, right? Yeah. There are also accounts from family members that a cousin sexually assaulted Philip during his childhood. Oh, no. And by the time he was five or six years old, he attempted suicide himself. Oh, my God. By trying to hang himself from a tree. No. What the fuck? Jesus Christ. We are like... Not having a good childhood. No, super bad childhood. Taking some boxes. Yeah. Oh, no. And then again, when he was 19 years old, he told a family member that he wanted to kill himself. And then he. This is so sad. He proceeded to shoot himself in the stomach with a rifle. What? Mm -hmm. That seems like a terrible way to do it. First of all, I'm no expert. I'm not either, but that just sounds fun painful oh yeah yeah do you ever have you ever had a stomach ache yeah that sounds painful yeah have you ever had just had gas yeah like the poopy cramps yeah get the bubble guts at night after drinking the booze poos Ugh. Ugh. it's enough to want you to feel like you're gonna die yeah shoot you in the gut Ugh. no it sounds awful what a terrible idea so phil philip 
So he was obviously treated for psychiatric issues several yeah. times. Jeez. The only connection that he might have with Margaret and Fred mm-hmm. is that at one point he had rented the mobile home that they rented out. Okay. But there was no bad blood, no motive for murder, hmm. nothing. Was he living there when he did it? No. Wow. No, it was like years prior that he had rented from them. So you said that like they had rented out the trailer. So I was assuming that this was like... Like still rented? Yeah. That, yeah. And that he was the killer mm-hmm. living in the trailer. Nope. 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 It was from the before times. He just knew that they lived there and obviously knew their back door was unlocked. Mm -hmm. Knew that they kept their back door unlocked. Oh, my God. And you're telling me that there's not a motive. There's no motive. They can't figure anything out. There's, like, obviously he had a fucked up childhood. Mm -hmm. So obviously there is some mental illness going on here. Clearly. There's one little touch on a kind of motive, but it's nothing that will make you feel justified. Yeah. Well, I mean. I mean. Yeah, I get you. you I get what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. It never makes you feel justified, but like this is like, even as an excuse, you're like, what? It doesn't even make sense. No. Okay. No. Okay. But that's all the background information that I have on Philip. Wow. Okay. Okay. So a couple suicide attempts. He watches mom overdose. He Mm. was sexually assaulted and a lot of mental illness. Now, but he had never done this crime prior? Like, he's never attempted murder, never beat the shit out of anybody with an axe handle? Not that we're aware of. Not that we're aware of, Mm. yeah. Okay. So after the murders, Philip attempted to check himself into a psychiatric hospital. Okay, because they hadn't caught him yet. They didn't know who was going on. Nope. Because there was no witnesses, no motive, no anything. That's crazy. He's literally just a dude. Yeah. And it's like the 90s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he tried to check himself into a psychiatric hospital, but he was sent home and told to go to a private clinic to treat his alcoholism. Hmm. Okay. So on top of all of this, he's also an alcoholic. Wow. But also, like, thanks, hospital. But also, like, who isn't? You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you're in the middle of a pandemic impossible World War III, so who isn't? I'm going to drink. (laughs) I'm going to drink. I'm going to have a good time. (laughs) So then a couple weeks after the murders, Philip went to his friend Jeff Hauser's house. Okay, what's up with Jeff? Well, Philip told Jeff that Uh he had killed two people. (gasps) He ratted on himself. Good. Mm -hmm. He told Jeff that he had beaten them to death. Mm. And I guess Jeff thought that it was a joke. Okay. Because Terrible joke. Yeah, pretty bad joke. But Philip was like, do you need anyone killed? And Jeff... Jeff laughed and was like, yeah, and he pointed to his neighbor's house. Like, <gasps> yeah, these guys, right? This is a bad joke. Uh-oh. So then Philip is like, all right, fucking bet, right? And he started asking questions about the neighbors. And Jeff was like, no, man, I was just kidding. Oh, my God. And besides, the guy is huge and is, like, fully armed. You don't need to go over there. You know, he's got a bunch of guns. Stay away from them. Yeah, where are we again? North Carolina. Okay. And so Philip was like, they won't even see me coming. All I need is an axe handle. So now he's told him that he beat two people to death and all he needs is an axe handle. Uh, He's told him the murder weapon and everything, right? Okay. Okay. Also, they'll never see me coming. All I need is an axe handle. I feel like it doesn't justify why they will never see you coming. True. And also, like, what if I just have a normal axe? (laughs) 
going to use that? Or Maybe that I like to take throws the off. Yeah, throws off the equal weight. Yeah. <laughs> like, I haven't been practicing with one of these. <laughs> Either way, Jeff was like, no thanks, man. I'm good. I was kidding. Whatever, yeah, yeah. Right? That like was not serious. And now you've just divulged all of your secrets to me. Yeah. But still, Jeff was like, oh, I don't know, man. You're weird. Yeah, right? yeah Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Bye. I could see that happening in my life and reacting the same way with certain people. Mm-hmm. Like just being like, oh. You're crazy. You're silly. Yeah, like whatever. And not taking it seriously. Like, yeah. You know an awful lot about that, but I'm assuming that you're just weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but also if two people in your area mm. had just been beaten to death, mm-hmm. I feel like you might have heard about it and then Perhaps. been like... I think I you? would have heard about it. Fair. Maybe Jeff didn't, you know? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Either way, Jeff's like, nope. I was just kidding. So six weeks after Philip murdered Fred and Margaret... He climbed into the unlocked bedroom window of Sarah and <gasps> Easy Willis. Oh, no. Okay. They were another older couple. Mm-hmm. Sarah was 67 and Easy was 70 years old. Philip broke into their home and bludgeoned them to death with a tire iron. What? Oh, my God. Why? Again. Why? No apparent motive. Nothing was stolen from the home, and the victims were not sexually assaulted. Like, it's not a sexual thing. Literally, it's he's just killing somebody. robbery. Yeah, it's like All a these poor people. thrill kill. Yeah, that's terrible. A thrill kill. Jesus Christ. So soon after this, around September 10th, 1991. What a great day. It is a great day. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it said between September 10th and September 12th, or it said either on September 10th or September 12th, and I was like, it's the 10th. We're going to put the 10th. We're going to fuck up her birthday. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, it's not bad. Okay. Well, Philip went back to Jeff's house. This time, Jeff and his friend Steve White were hanging out. Mm -hmm. And And Steve's like, this fucking guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Steve was like, this fucking guy. I got some questions, right? Yeah. Philip had a black eye. And so Steve was like, what happened there? And Philip said that he had fallen and hit a doorknob. Uh, why is that always the way? Like, nobody ever falls and hits a doorknob with their face. Yeah, I don't know. I did hit a door with my face, but not the knob. <laughs> you also didn't fall. You flung your face into the door. Minor details. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just can't understand. The door would open. I guess if it's closed? I mean, yeah, you still might bash it. You know, like, you're, you've got the down motion instead of the forward motion. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. It's just something metal that sticks out. I hit my hips on them all the time. Yeah, I was going to say my kids hit their head on it, but like that's <laughs> the kid head level. My kid ducks like, oh, he's been hit too many times. <laughs> he's like afraid of doorknobs. <laughs> like flinches away from him. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that's my favorite. So Steve was like, hey, what happened there, right? Yeah. What's, and, what's up with that black eye, Phil? Yeah. And he gave him the doorknob story. Uh-huh. Well, Steve and Jeff didn't believe him. And yeah, because Jeff's like, this guy's fucking weird. This guy's fucking Trust weird. Me. And Steve was like, I know. I've been telling you not to hang out with this guy. Yeah. I don't know if that's what was said. And Jeff's like, one time he asked for an axe handle. Mm-hmm. He was like, oh, I'll kill your neighbors, right? Mm-hmm. Either way. So they told him, like, hey, man, we don't fucking believe you, mm-hmm. right? And I guess they let it go, but they were like, you're stupid. Like, you're, you're lying. <laughs> like the worst lie. Yeah. So mm. Philip started asking if Jeff was still having trouble with his neighbors. Mm. And he said... Quote, I'll take care of them for you. I'll kill his whole family. I'll get a stick and beat them to death. Oh, my God. And he told Jeff, I love to watch people dying in agony. (gasps) No. Pain, 
suffering. That's fucking creepy. So fucking creepy. Ugh. What the hell? Is Jeff like, um, can you get the fuck out of my house? <laughs> yeah. Jeff and Steve are like, cool, 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 cool. <laughs> um, this tea party's over. Yeah. Like, you gotta uh, go. Suddenly, I oh, feel so tired. I think I left my stove on. Yeah. You need to leave before I can turn it off. Gotta go change out the laundry. Mm-hmm. Don't want it to smell like wet rags. Mm-hmm. And they were like, you gotta go. And also, you're fucking certifiably crazy. Like, that's not happening yeah that's not okay yeah so the guy is called the state bureau of investigation and which is essentially like the local fbi like Mm. they're like we assist in investigating stuff okay but it's not the federal bureau it's the state bureau yep yep makes makes sense you know you see how that works i figured it out (laughs) only with your help though (laughs) (laughs) listen that's what i'm here for yeah so they told them all about Philip and his wild stories about beating people to death right Mm -hmm. and the sbi was like wouldn't you know it some people have been beaten to death recently. Like, let's look into this guy. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. So they bring Philip in for questioning, and he immediately admits to the murders of Easy and Sarah Willis. Because they brought him in for that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Margaret and Fred were like six weeks before, right? So they're like, hey. <laughs> Already out of their mind. That is out of sight, out of mind. This has been after 48 hours. Yeah. yeah. That's some old shit. Oh, my God. We're going to solve this new shit. <laughs> so they were like, hey, what happened here and he was like yeah sorry about it immediately admits to it and then wow. they were like but also what about Fred and Margaret mm-hmm. and he was like oh yeah I killed them too <gasps> he just totally admits to it mm-hmm. oh my god wow do you think they're like fuck that was easy I mean hopefully <laughs> they're like thank god that we got this little tip right yeah seriously so it turns out that the black eye was not from falling on a doorknob what? shocking <laughs> I don't believe you. But when he attacked Easy and Sarah, Easy was able to hit Philip in the face with his cane at least once. Wow. Causing the black eye. That is insane. And it breaks my heart. I mean, obviously, when you're being beat, you're going to struggle. But it's just like ugh, you kind of just hope what? for like a quick out. Yeah. The but part he that, knew like, what was happening. Really bothered me. Is like imagining an old person fighting for their life. No, I don't want to. That's really sad. That just sucks. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if this podcast is good for us right now. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> yeah. No, it's so fucking sad. Yeah. Yeah. So Philip is obviously arrested and facing trial for the four murders. Yeah. I'm so glad, though, by the way, that it, he, like, he just admitted to it. Yeah. Because, wow. Yeah. There was no motive for the murders other than Philip told his lawyers that he believed that the people he had murdered were devils with red eyes and he was doing God's work by killing them. This sounds a lot like schizophrenia, not to diagnose. I don't know anything. That's usually what they all talk about, right? Like, got to kill the bad people before they hurt me. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think they say borderline personality disorder. Oh, okay. Pretty sure you can't say that anymore. Oh, is that is that an old one now? Oh, maybe maybe it's multiple personality disorder. I don't know. I don't know. Isn't it just borderline? (laughs) It's fine then. (laughs) I don't know. I wish I knew. One of my bullets is literally, I'm not a doctor. So (laughs) (laughs) I should be more educated in this, but I mean, you would think I am too. But (laughs) this is in the court document that it said borderline. So listen. So there you go. It's not me. It's them. Yeah. We're just Um, reading old court documents. Yeah. So his defense was going to be a psychotic episode, 
brought on by years of drug and alcohol abuse. Oh, drugs too. Mm-hmm. Mm. His psychiatrist also said that he believed Philip might have borderline personality disorder. Okay. So, don't know if you're allowed to say that anymore, but that's where that comes in. Okay, interesting. It was apparently also brought to light that he had been in an argument with his grandmother a week or two before the first murders, Mm -hmm. and that the sight of an elderly person alone could have provoked the psychotic episode. Oh, wow. So that's kind of the... That's a big argument with your grandma. Yeah. (laughs) To spark that much hate. But that's kind of the, like, motive, not motive that I'm like, I mean, I guess, but it makes okay. no fucking logical But, like, okay, sense. so he knew about Fred and Margaret, right? Mm-hmm, he knew them. I could kind of see, like, okay, if that were the loose reasoning for him losing his fucking shit and he knew about them and he sought them out. But what about the other couple? How did he know them? I don't think he did. So he just, like, stumbled upon them? Yeah. There wasn't any information on their... Relationship in any way, shape, or form. Their relationship or their autopsy or anything like Mm. that. So... Do you think that he targeted older people because he felt that he could overpower them? Like, less of a chance of being hit in the face with a cane? You know, maybe. I was thinking that it was literally, like, I, I guess just, like, maybe if it was the grandma thing and it was just an easy... Target. target. Like, yeah. He knew that they had their door open. He knew them. He knew they probably wouldn't fight back. Yeah. Or be able to fight back. Also, I'm going to be honest. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure this is just because I'm slowly inching towards the grave <laughs> every day. Mm-hmm. But like 60s, 70s really doesn't sound that old to me anymore. I'm like 80s, 90s. Okay. Yeah. That's like an old person. But 60s, 70, I'm like, I mean, they're older, but they're not like an old couple. Okay. With a cane. Literally, literally, the article said targeted another elderly couple. They're fucking 67, 70. And I was like, older. Yeah. Older couple. Yeah. They weren't elderly. Yeah. Like elderly to me is like 80, 90. 90? Yeah. Yeah, That's elderly. Yeah. The article, the court documents was like this elderly couple and i was like oh no i know 60 year olds oh no i know shit yeah yeah well and then i think of like you know i have family my dad was like 63 or 64 when he passed away so then all of his siblings who are my aunts and uncles they're in their like mid 60s early 70s and i'm like they're older yeah but they still seem like spry and whatever yeah Mm -hmm. like yeah my dad's 62 yeah, your dad would, like, fuck somebody up. My dad would fucking murder someone yeah. to break into that house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I did not I did not want to use the word elderly. Yeah. I changed it in my notes. I'm like, nope, they are older. They are. In my mind, though, this whole time, like, when we're like, oh, my God, imagine. I mean, he's got a cane. Imagine an old elderly couple fighting for their life. And I'm like, my heart. And I was picturing, like, a 90-year-old. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he's literally, like, the guy you work with, you know? Yeah. He's, Nobody can retire anymore because we live in America. Oh, shit. <laughs> we're going to war. And we're going to World War Three. And if you retire, then you have to get drafted. It's, it's a whole thing. <laughs> oh, you're not working? Get out there. Yeah. Come on. Let's go. Yeah. But I completely, I completely agree with you. They're, yeah. they're a younger, older couple. Okay. Right? Okay. I'll take it. I'm going with, like, they're just reaching their golden, like, retirement age where it's like you know what fuck everybody else yeah we're doing shit our way yeah they're starting out their new life as retired people sons kids all that shit sounds beautiful it's it's the goal yeah yeah which is what i was saying earlier that probably is going to get cut out of the normal episode but like 
Why does that have to be the goal when we're old? All of us can make the decision now. Like, can we collectively as a society, as a race, as people, as whatever, can we collectively just agree that like we're all going to just chill and like just be nice to each other? Like we don't have to work anymore. You can if you want to, but you don't have to. Yeah, but see, nobody would. And let's just get rid of money. Then good. Then we don't need those things. We need roads and shit. Okay, you can fucking navigate your life without a goddamn road. We do You're not right, need I road. can. I got a four-wheel drive. <laughs> <laughs> See? You got to think outside the box. Life doesn't have to revolve around this weird fucking illusion we've all created together. It's I stupid. Know, but who's going to pick up the trash? Well, don't be an asshole. How Put am I being trash. an asshole? I'm just making trash. <laughs> Stop making trash, first of all. We're going to annex trash. (laughs) (laughs) No more trash. Got it. No, but we can all just be fucking nice. Put it in a trash can. And then every month we all put our trash cans in a big pile and one of us drives it out to the dump. Who's the one? It's going to be the same guy all all the time. No, because maybe that one guy loves it. Maybe that one guy's like, I love just taking care of my goddamn neighborhood. Let's just be nice to each other. I mean, I love it's like a family unit. I love moms do shit all the time. Yeah, it's a family unit. And the two at the top. Are the ones doing all the shit, and the ones at the bottom are the ones getting the free-ass fruit snacks and fucking goldfish and having the best time of their life. I want to be at the bottom. You can be at the bottom. But then I'll have trash. Who's going to take my trash out? I will take your trash. See? You're too nice. You're going to be taken advantage of. I will not, because I'll take advantage of other people in other areas. All right, listen. It's called compromise. Give and take. But let's They're going to say it's not- called communism. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, you know... I'll do things that I don't mind doing that still spark joy and happiness inside of me, but also that you might not enjoy. I don't mind taking your trash to the dump. Either way, I love the world that you live in. I want to live in it, too. Yeah, sorry for the side rant. Don't worry. For Again, by the way, for everybody who's on Patreon and heard it the first time. (laughs) Still just really want to instill this. This is my chance. This is my soapbox, okay? That's true. It's the only place people listen to me. You are a captive audience. <laughs> they and are. you can't tell me it's a bad idea. It's a terrible idea. It's, it's a good idea in theory. It would never work in practice because I ain't doing shit. I'm going to watch Why? Euphoria all day. Why can't it work? Because you just told me you would crochet for me and I don't want to crochet. So okay. I would take that trade. If Why that's all that I have work? to do. There's other things, though. You're just stuck in this weird illusion that we've created of this world that makes you think that it wouldn't work. Back to the story. We were talking about the sight of an elderly person that could have provoked the psychotic episode. Oh, yes. Wow, this was a big tangent. It was a big tangent. Yeah. So back to the idea of him seeing, you know, someone he thought was grandma and just going fucking apeshit. Batshit crazy. Yeah. Personally, it's hard for me to get behind any kind of psychotic episode simply because he had two different conversations with his friends weeks apart where he admitted to murdering people and mm-hmm. saying that he liked to watch people die in agony. Yeah, feels kind of like that's just your thing and less like it was an outburst of rage that you could no longer control. Yeah, it wasn't mm-hmm. a moment in time. Mm-hmm. It was like weeks at least, which yeah. maybe psychotic episodes last that long. I don't know. I'm sure they do, but also like... I'm not a doctor. I don't know. But it seems to me like he knew right from wrong... Like he had said to Jeff at one point that he was telling him all of this because he trusted him. That makes me think that you knew 
right from wrong. Yeah, like, like that, I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. Well, also, when you say like a psychotic break or something, it makes it sound like he just got in the argument and he's so mad and the first old person he saw, but he like sought them out. Yeah, like he drove to their house. And then weeks later. Parked out back. Yeah. Went in the home. And then, yeah, six weeks later, did it again, climbing through someone's bedroom window. I wonder if like, that's some like weird deep-seated shit that we just don't understand because we don't study psychology, you know, that like yeah. it can be related or yeah. something. I don't know. That's I don't know. Fucking that. It's like, yeah, big well, jump, guy. Like big I said, jump. Maybe just go resolve the shit with grandma. Maybe just go resolve the shit with grandma. Or just like don't talk to grandma. Yeah, or just be like, wow, she was kind of a bitch back there. If that was the case, yeah, I feel kind of like, tell yourself that, even yeah. if it's not the case, and just whoop, it's gone now. I feel like Phil's kind of the bitch back there. Oh, Phil was totally the bitch back there. But if he <laughs> needs to tell himself that grandma was the bitch back yeah, there, yeah, just yeah. so that he can mentally get along with his day. And not fucking murder everybody. Yeah. Phil. You know? For sure. Either way, I'm not a doctor. I did not diagnose him with anything. I don't. I see what you did there. Uh Uh-huh. You need to fuse yourself with the responsibility for all the words that we've just let diarrhea out of our mouth. Well, listen, someone's Uh going to be like, it's a mental illness. (laughs) And I'll be like, I I know. I know. know. We're aware. (laughs) We know. It's not good. It's not a good look for us. It's not a good look for us. We do it a lot. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Join us. (laughs) (laughs) So either way, Mm -hmm. Philip was sentenced to death. Wow. Okay. Mm -hmm. On February 17th, 1993. His sister attempted an appeal on his behalf. Really? But was denied. What did the sister say? She said, okay, well, the appeal was denied and then Philip stopped all further appeals. And the sister was like, this is just like a further suicide for him. Like, oh, I didn't even consider that. That he, because he tried to commit suicide twice before. Mm -hmm. What if this all was an act to try to himself? Or, like, something he did because he knew he would get death and then somebody would be him for him. Yeah, but then at that point, go attack somebody with guns or something. Maybe, yeah. I don't know. Like, instead of these innocent people. I'm not saying that it's a good idea. (laughs) Like, it wasn't a good plan. Yeah, but But he was, like... Suicidal. Yeah, and he was in for the death penalty. He's Mm -hmm. like, yep, I did all that shit. Sign me up. Let's go. Yeah, like, he didn't put up a fight. Mm Mm-mm. And so... He said that he stopped all the further appeals and stuff so that the families of his victims could have peace. Okay. Well, you probably shouldn't have beat the shit out of them. That would be very peaceful of him. Yeah. You know what else would be peaceful? I don't know, man. Fucking living until they're actually elderly. Yeah. Fuck, Phil. He was to be executed on September 22nd, 1995. Mm -hmm. And when they wheeled him into the death chamber, he said, I'm going to heaven. Oh, and he then, declared it. Mm-hmm, he See, declared that's what it. you were supposed to do to Jesus with your wall or with your with your credit, credit card, card and stuff. Yeah, your vaccine. Watch card. out for this. <laughs> I declared it. How it's done. He was put to death by lethal injection. Oh no! On September twenty second, nineteen ninety five. Interesting. He was the two hundred and ninety ninth person to be put to death in North Carolina. Hot tip. Mm-hmm. So that's all he said. He was just like, "I'm going to heaven." Yeah, I think he yelled it. Or it was like a like a theatrical kind of a, event, a crazy person thing. Also, don't know if there is a heaven, but I don't think he's going there. I think everybody goes to heaven. Oh, someone explained that to us, didn't they? Or did I, I think, send you a TikTok? <laughs> I don't think everyone goes to heaven. Murderers aren't going to heaven. Sure. We'll get into this later. <laughs> we'll get into this later. Listen, I'm the one over here trying to create a utopia of let's all just be nice to each other. So. And you're going to let this fucker in? <laughs> yeah, but he's not going to be a fucker in heaven. 
Is he going to be a fucker in your commune? Would you let this guy into your commune? Well, the theory of the commune is that you don't act that way so we can all live a peaceful life. Some But when you die, do. So, yeah. you need an executioner in your commune to be like, hey, you, you're out now of Now, listen, line. I'm not trying to pick and choose here, but I'm kind of okay with this idea because I feel like you always get somebody who's going to fuck something up. Mm-hmm. But, I, but then is that your idea coming in on my brain just because that's the only way I've ever been taught that this is how life works? I don't know. Am Can we live in peace without somebody being a fucker? No. Everybody's like, I'm tired of her shit. Make her stop. Okay, I'll make her stop. Okay. So if you want to check out pictures pertaining to Aaron's case, go to isgdpodcast.com. And while you're there, join our Patreon. For as little as a dollar, you get an extra episode every month. Mm-hmm. And for as little as $7, you get, what do they get? They get uh, behind-the-scenes audio of every episode Ooh. every week. And then for as little as $10, you get video behind-the-scenes content of every episode every week. So it's Mm -hmm. totally fucking worth it. And you're supporting your favorite podcast so we can do cool shit like CrimeCon. Which, by the way, everybody go buy CrimeCon tickets right now, please. And thank you. Yep. Also, you can join us on social media. We're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter and TikTok. Our handle is at ISGDpodcast. Also, come join the goddamn pod group on Facebook. It's our special little family, special little thing. It's a lot of fun. We're all just fucking hanging out. You don't even have to talk true crime. Just come chat with us. Come be our besties, man. Do it. Y'all. Email us at isgdpodcast at gmail.com. And if you would like to snail mail us some shit, a card. Not literal (laughs) shit. I might laugh if it were a literal shit. I'm going to make you open everything from here on out. That's kind of sad, though, because we do get, like, people who don't like us, so we might get literal shit. Maybe I shouldn't put that in the universe. I don't want literal shit. I'm not manifesting that utopia. No. Don't manifest literal shit for us. Okay. Hit us. Hit us with the P.O. Box. 2764 Spring Valley, California, 91979. I'm hoping if somebody doesn't like us that much that they didn't make it to this point. (laughs) Yeah. No, there's no way they're listening to this. They're like, Jesus Christ, can they stop talking about World War III? (laughs) Fuck her utopia. They're not even funny. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Nobody wants to live with them. <laughs> okay, guys. Love you. Bye. Bye.